This is a podcast. We talk about running. We talk about other things too. So please come and join us. We hope you enjoy this. This is on the back foot. Hello and welcome to On the Back Foot with me, Alistair Wood. Joining me in person, we have Bart Shaw. Hello. Charlie Baker. Hello. And joining us remotely, Mr. Jamie Rutherford. Hello. How are we all doing, boys? It's been a bit of a, a wait since the last time we all met. Pretty much in person, full stop. Um, how are we all? All right? Yeah, good. Very excited to be yeah, good. doing season two. A long overdue season two. I think it's been 18 months since yeah. the episode, episode, I think. I yeah, the last one was uh, November 2020 when we spoke to George Foster about his uh, incredible Bob Graham round. But yeah, who'd, who'd have thought season two of On the Back Foot? We well, actually... I think all of our fan has been clamouring for a new, a new one, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we've had one or two people asking after it and Charlie Baker has asked us <laughs> once a week, every week <laughs> for the past year. <laughs> we even got as far as... Everyone, we, we got together with a microphone and sat down, but I think you could have made it. Make it yeah. yeah. And we, Weren't you laying a carpet or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just moved house and I was laying a carpet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pulled the plug on that one last minute. So it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's left a, a big hole in our fans' uh, life. And so it's good to good to be back and talking about running. It's good to be, yeah, it's good to be back. It is very good to be back. I think it's long overdue. I think... Lots has happened for everyone in the past 12 to 18 months, obviously with COVID and everything going on. But even for us four, I think we've all done plenty of stuff. Um, so we should do a poll or something. Well, you know, one of us has got married and moved house. One's had a baby. One's had a breakup and a breakdown. And the other one is just carried on working. So I'm running. I'm running. So we'll keep, we'll leave it open to the listeners to work out which one's which. Um, but yeah, it's been a busy couple of months. Couple of months, yeah. Like a whole year. Year. yeah, a couple, a couple of years, couple of years basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How has everyone been anyway during this last twelve months? Obviously, we've chatted to one another here and there, but how has everyone's running been? Anyone obviously races were pretty much cancelled, pretty much the whole time we were at the last podcast. But since then, last year, so twenty twenty, was it twenty twenty last year, twenty twenty one, last summer, there were some races. Obviously, some races have just started going again. Has anyone done anything big last year that we don't know about or the listeners don't know about? I suppose I had another road race disaster. I uh, missed the start of Reading Half Marathon. Uh, <laughs> I arrived after the gun. Uh, I joined the, I think I was. I missed the yellow wave. So when, when I went to Reading, it was, um, I knew the race started at Majeski Stadium yeah. and I knew that wasn't far from the city centre. I also had gone as far as to see that there was a shuttle bus except the shuttle bus had to go right round the whole of Reading. So a journey that I thought was going to take like 15 minutes took about 45 minutes. And I just sat getting more and more nervous on this bus. I was like, I'm probably not going to have time for much of a warm up now. I wonder if I'll have time to, uh, you know, make the race on time. So, uh, I didn't. I managed to get to the bag drop. I started jogging around, realised that I was behind thousands of runners. And for some reason, even though the roads were closed, they were cordoning us onto the pavements. So at first I was walking on the pavement. Then I was trying to get past people and feeling a bit self-conscious, like a bit of a 
a bit yeah, of a prick, yeah. really. Like, you know, excuse me, guys, got to get to the front of the race. So I started just running down the road. And then when I arrived, yeah, lo and behold, I, I was a good two minutes away from the start when I heard the race start. <laughs> so I went and lined up at the front of what I thought were the hour and a half runners. And I thought, well, if these are the hour and a half runners, well, I'm going to be at the front of this lot. But there were two other lads who uh, had done something similar, actually. And uh, they went off like the clappers. So my first mile was far, far too quick. I thought, no, it's all right. You know, you can keep this up. And the first eight or nine miles of the race went pretty well. And then the wheels came off. <laughs> and I had a sorry little run around uh, Reading. And I've kind of decided that that's a little omen from up above that it's uh, time for me to leave the road uh, temporarily, maybe not for good, but going to concentrate a little bit more on the fells and uh, and try and get to races on time. So uh, some sort of little New Year's resolutions there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure wasn't his uh, wasn't your marathon? It was like see, uh, episode ten of last <laughs> yeah, second to last, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, did that involve? You, no, you turned up on time, but then you decided to go to the toilet or something. That was it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as Jamie is my witness. <laughs> Ch- Charlie, Charlie went off to do his warm-up on, on the exact opposite side of the airfield to where the start was. Uh, and, and, yeah, was going for a piss and had his headphones on. And I was, like, trying to ch- chase him down to tell him that he needed to get his ass back over to the start. And he couldn't hear anything. He was just pissing into the woods. I was getting in the zone. Well, I think you didn't, mi- you didn't miss the start, but you were... Jolly, jolly close to, yeah. to doing the same thing, weren't you? And then going off with a faster group in a big jolt of uh, adrenaline. And uh, surprise, surprise, starting a uh, race over 10 miles doesn't really work that well when you do that. <laughs> yeah. And have you, um, have you turned up to some races on time since? I had a four-minute warm-up for Bakewell Park Run, uh, so that's almost. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I did turn up this Sunday for Ticket Tour. 55 minutes before the start of the race. That's incredible. Uh, if anything, that's too early. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone too far the other way. <laughs> and you actually had a good race. So maybe there's something in like a more relaxed... You never know. More relaxed approach. Yeah. Maybe from What's... getting things wrong, something's been learned. For the for the listeners, what Charlie, what was Tigator? Uh, Tigator is um, our local fell run race it's a totley ac race so realistically most totley members should know their way around the course fairly well um it's what would you say by even if they don't they could do some recce's right yeah (laughs) Yeah. when when they live all of a mile and a half from the course uh it's it's quite competitive it's Uh, i guess it's yeah the local start of the year fell race in a valley that Pretty much anyone that runs off-road in Sheffield knows, I would say, like the back of their hand. Um, it's 10 miles, 11 miles. So it's short enough to run around hard, but long enough for that to hurt quite a bit. It's yeah. one of those. Um, I guess for Lake District runners, it's probably not a true fell race, but as a lo- sort of local Sheffield one, it's it's a good blast out in late January, isn't it? Just to get, get your legs going. Nice and boggy as well. It doesn't have any big hills, does it? But it's got it's up a and few sort of sharp little yeah ramps yeah. and it's got a lot of sapping it's got a bit a few bogs to yeah. to wade through it's good um i'm gonna read as i've got in front of me uh <laughs> charlie's left out yeah we're actually <laughs> oh, i can't believe you for, found this guys <laughs> for, 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 for the listeners um myself bart and charlie are at charlie's house yeah. 
Um, and Charlie just left his his, his like, race plan. Like, out. Yeah, race plan, crib sheet, uh, aid memoir. I think, I think that's what people call content. The content. Oh. He's got. Yeah. <laughs> he's got Tigator <laughs> underlined at the start, so he knows what race it is. And he's got his Paw Patrol stickers on he's there as well. Paw Patrol stickers. He's got arrive one hour before race. Fifty-five minutes. Give us that. We'll give you that one tick. <laughs> Kit check. Now I'm pretty sure you don't do the. Oh no, you're getting your kit checked, aren't you? You're yeah, I'm going. Sure, I make yeah. sure I go to the kit make check sure way before the race. Decent warm up. What's a decent warm up like for you, Bakes? I I would class about fifteen minutes. Okay. Um. Actually, the warm up side of things was quite good. A good um, friend of mine raced very well on Saturday, and I was asking him what what he likes to listen to before. A race to you know, sort of like race day music, getting yeah. pumped up. Is this an anonymous friend, or can we know who? Oh, it is? Uh, D- uh, Dan Howarth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just he's that good, it might sound like I'm yeah, sort of like, oh, I've got a fast friend. Yeah, oh, you definitely are. Yeah, yeah. You do that with everyone. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so so he he suggested that you, me, <laughs> Ali, I'm screaming, could even it out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he said he, he quite liked some classical music. Lovely. So I'd followed that. So I'd uh, I I downloaded onto my watch. I downloaded um, a bit of Ludwig Van. Yeah. And the William Tell Overture. Oh, lovely. Okay. Which actually, when I was warming up around the rugby pitch, was did you quite... have an apple on your head? <laughs> <laughs> and I was doing the high kicks so I, I sort of felt like I was peacocking or something <laughs> I was just very sort of like strutting around the uh the rugby pitch you know I wish I'd seen it yeah, yeah. I, I think if you could see it and then set it to the music it would you know, yeah yeah so I I doing my... maybe we should do that yeah yeah keep your on the Instagram feed. yeah <laughs> Uh, Jamie would be Jamie. You could do that, couldn't you? You could find a video of (laughs) Charlie running and set it to music. I could, I could do that. We could, we should live stream Charlie's warm up next race. (laughs) Next race, let us know. Okay, let us know. So then, on on his crib sheet, he's then got this. We're into the race now, so he's had he's had his warm up. He's arrived on time. He's had his decent warm up. We're into a race. Fast 30 metres start. Well, I was questioning, is that 30 metres? Or 30 miles. 30 minutes, 30 <laughs> miles. I think this is the issue. So Charlie's written the plan, but he even himself doesn't know what it means. It's a, it's a very specific, if it Meter. is 30 metres, it isn't it? It's a very specific distance. Yeah. Do you, like, what was the thing? It's just trying to put a limit on it, isn't it? It's, okay. it's like you are allowed in that little scramble for, yeah. for places. Yeah. I, it, something really geeky I'd read about energy systems, uh, apparently, like, you're not burning into the right amount in that right. first 30 metres of yeah. sprint. It doesn't actually harm you later. And actually with Tigator, I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the start of Tigator, it starts outside the local rugby club, Sheffield Tigers. You're on the drive, yeah. which is about 30 metres long, and then it turns up right and goes quite and narrow there. So not able to close the road. So they yeah. actually, yeah. they funneled you into a single file. Along so there. actually, so it, it, that's quite So, so that's the theory is I go off too, I often go off too quick. But also, if I have gone off slower, then you can find yourself stuck in traffic. So, so go off yeah. super quick. For 30 metres. And then yeah. rain it and in. And then rain it in. Well, um, no, not rain it in. No. Not rain it in. Oh. Relax. Rel- find find own pace. Nice. Lovely. I like that. What was your pace? Uh, oh, well, I got Pretty distracted. fast. Too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it was all right, and then I got distracted by people around me. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So you didn't find your own pace. You I did, and then I, and then I quickly abandoned it. Yeah. Then, this is very important for Baker, don't spend it all in the first half of the race. Did you manage that? 
uh, left along on Higator, so probably not. It, it felt like uh, felt right. like the wheels came off a little bit there. And Higator's no, what? Less than halfway. halfway. <laughs> <laughs> just halfway. But then here comes the real the real gold, and I, <laughs> I love this. Light and nimble on the fells, strong on the road. Love that. Light and nimble. It was a bit of positive self-talk. So I yeah, thought yeah. if I had good things to tell myself, like especially when it was boggy and slippy, I thought, well, don't worry about that, about powering, like battering through mm. that stuff. Just just try not to let it sap all your energy. So I, yeah. I tried to be quite light and nimble. That did involve jumping straight into a bog at one point, thinking that... Um, yeah, one of the runners in front of me, obviously, you know, he'd obviously missed a trick running around the edge of a bog, and I went straight into. Oh, you were, it. He, you were you? almost that sort of that self talk was <laughs> almost too good. Yeah, yeah like, I thought it was that Jesus, like a nimble. Jesus were you, of the bogs. Were you, yeah, were you, yeah, floating <laughs> over the top. Were you light and nimble when you went the wrong way and found yourself in a sea of heather? I think I was relatively. Yeah, I nearly gave up there. Yeah, and um, were you strong on the road at the end? I think for me at the end of the race, I was pretty, I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. So again, for for the listeners, ticket tour, basically the last three quarters oh, of a mile, yeah, maybe even more, a full mile, more. Oh, you're back onto a country lane on the flat for about 200 meters, and then down a road called Long Line, which if you're a Sheffield local, you'll know. Dead straight. It, it's it is what it is. Yeah, Long Line yeah. downhill after 10 miles of running on the fells in bogs. Yeah. It's and it goes on for much longer than you want. Yeah. 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 So you were fast there. Yeah. yeah. I was all right. Yeah. And so I'm, it... I'm wondering if actually writing down a plan, because that is the thing. I often think of a pre-race plan and just totally throw it out the window the minute the race yeah, starts. Yeah. So maybe it felt like I committed to something slightly more by writing it on a piece of paper. And then you've written at the bottom, enjoy it. Yeah. And that's a, that's a very nice, oh, very good. nice way to. Did you enjoy it the whole way around? Uh, some bits were a bit hurty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a really good day out. So, uh, yeah, I was very pleased with the race. And You were very focused. I was, wasn't I? I, I saw you at one point. in those photos. Yeah, I saw you at one point and I thought, here we go. Little high five. Uh, maybe a little chat and to he, Baker. And you're straight by. Didn't even, didn't even acknowledge me. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Ruthless. It's all right. No, well, you know, you've, you've had a bit of... You've had a, a, a few criticisms thrown your way in the past about <laughs> high-fiving during races. So, yeah, definitely. And how was your race then? But obviously you were at the race I, well. I should, well. Have, I should have written down a plan. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy it. Yeah. I did enjoy it, but it was uh, it didn't go to plan. Um, I'm not sure there was a plan, but uh, I had a bit of a nightmare. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe, maybe health, maybe fitness, maybe pacing maybe a combination of all three <laughs> who knows but it didn't go very well but i enjoyed it nonetheless because it's a beautiful day yeah and, uh, it was. you can't take these things too seriously can you well you should write I, a I quick think, list <laughs> i think sometimes that happens you know because um before before christmas it was the popular local 10k road race the percy pud yeah and uh, a friend of the podcast neil stabs stabs daddy he he was looking to have a really good run, and I, I don't think he'll mind me saying this, but he was really unhappy with like how his his run had gone. He'd been doing loads of training, and then kind of like Ubar, his races didn't go to go to his plan, and I think he's really upset and couldn't like put his put his finger on it necessarily. He just had an off day, 
But then a couple of weeks later, did the Brass Monkey half marathon and he, and he ran a like a really cracking yeah. PB. And you know, and that's that was only three weeks, three weeks difference. And so I don't think you could say it was like an incredible training block in between or anything. I think I think it's just one of those things. Sometimes you just it's it's just not your race and it's yeah, it sucks, but I seem to have more of those in my locker than I do good races. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> good race turns but, up, yeah, yeah, the more they are, they are. I have wondered about like I've 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 thought like where do I go from here a few times. I've considered like giving well, up. You should wrecky the races if you're having that problem. So yeah, maybe this is like a, 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 a I don't know. Like when you've had a bad race, do you like take a bit of time off? Because I always think, like, is it is it like your body telling you something that you're not quite right and you need to back off? Or do you go hard and think, right, I'm going to, like, use this for motivation? Or do you, like, change something, do something completely different? Do you feel you made mistakes on Sunday? No, I just feel like I've, like the mojo the mojo's missing. Well, you need to wait for your mojo to come back, shall right, Yeah, okay. Yeah. How long do you wait? You'll know. Okay. Yeah, right. if, nothing, if nothing went wrong, if there was no navigation issues or going out too hard, or yeah. I don't think you can then go around changing stuff. Yeah, because sometimes nothing to base it on. No, where sometimes if you make a mistake, get back out there sooner, because otherwise you're stuck no. with that mistake for mm. as long, and then you might start to. Or is it? It was just one of those days. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm going to take heart from Jamie's story about Neil's brass monkey which is brilliant i hadn't realized he'd done percy pud and not had a not had a great time so uh funnily enough neil was neil came and jogged a bit of the course of me on uh on sunday well, whilst you were racing whilst i was racing yeah, yeah yeah this is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how well it was and going. then i stopped and stopped and had a chat with the with the family and uh that's a nice yeah it was nice you, though it's yeah. a nice picture of you crossing the line as well looking oh i've had enough of that by then yeah <laughs> the long line had really got to me oh i'd had a great time around the fells and then you know a mile down a straight road with like people streaming past <laughs> oh, and you're no. like oh god uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah a bit of a sense of, sense of humor failure yeah, at, yeah. at the end <laughs> oh dear how about you jamie have you been up to up to much running wise i know you've obviously been busy at the start of this year not running but in a running context you've kind of you've gone viral oh, yeah. a few times on my twitter and instagram famous please. famous photographer the, the, yeah the photography has it's allowed me to yeah uh go and do photographs for the the spine race and it, that's been twice now in the, since we've last spoken to each other so in the summer just gone summer of 2021 and then this this january yeah spent spent a week taking photography for the the montane spine race which is an ultra race that follows the pennine way from edale in south yorkshire all the way up to kirk yetham in scotland and i think it's about you know 267 miles give or take and yeah it, that's that's wicked you know because you spend all this time out out in the in the wilds but you get to see all of these runners and right from the front of the pack to these you know elite athletes that are winning the race sometimes breaking like course records all, all the way to the to the last runners who pretty much just skirt skirt the cutoff yeah. and that everyone out there you know just just because someone's doing it faster or slower and it's i guess it's the same like anything like running a road race or running a fell race or doing these ultras everyone that's out there is giving their like their biggest effort to, to get to the finish and i think 
it's, 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 it's phenomenal to see how, how much it takes out of people like physically and mentally and like what state some kind of people are in and they're dragging themselves around. And um, yeah, it's really good. It's a, it, it, I think that's, that's a good way. I'm not suggesting you start taking up photography, Bart, but if you've, <laughs> if you've had a bad patch and you're like trying to find some inspiration and some mojo, yeah. getting like really up close and personal to something like that and, and, and seeing how, how people can do it, that, that's always a good way to like get you back out of it. Cause I was over Christmas and kind of like back end of uh, December, I kind of felt a bit like, Oh, I, I kind of lost, lost my mojo a bit. And then since I've come back from watching all these people doing the spine and like just forcing themselves to keep going, to keep going, to keep going. All of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I want to go running again. Like I want to get back out on the Hills, go and do some, Brilliant. yeah, just, just, just go out. And I've had some like really good runs since then. Does it make you want to do that kind of, because you went out and took some photos at UTMB, didn't you, as well in the in the summer? Does it make you want to go and do that kind of like ultra long distance stuff? Yeah, de- de- definitely. Um, I, I, yeah, I think there's there's no doubt that U- UTMB and the spine. I mean, they're both ultras, but I mean the spines. A different beast again you know because it's it's days you, like some people virtually take a whole seven days out on the course whereas you know utmb you're only really going through the night once um but yeah d- definitely i definitely want to do it because i think as soon as you start spending a long time out you get you get to see so much stuff like utmb does a does a whole lap of the mont blanc mountain range and you go through you know so many different countries and you see all this incredible stuff within within a one-day period and it's the same for spine you know you cover loads of england that and and scotland that i i would never really think about going into just on a on a weekend for a run and all of a sudden there's these whole new places which are incredible and um yeah i, I think to, to 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 do it and to go through it um would be awesome not maybe not immediately but i yeah i'll definitely do it Really, we, we, we have it. We have it recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally have it recorded. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked nervous. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Oh, didn't he? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try and go back in it. It's like a genuine, um, genuine thing. Alex, uh, Alex in Simmons, he ran the summer race, uh, Totley runner. Yeah, and he he'd done some, you know, lots of running beforehand and quite a lot of long distance hiking, and he had this. He had an incredible week. Maybe it. It was about five, four to five days it took him in total. And it was, it was hard, but you know, when he finished, I spoke to him and it was, yeah, he just had so much fun. And it was like, you know, he'd been through these ups and downs and come out at the end of it. I think like, you know, a changed, a changed person for, I think doing things like that and pushing yourself like really way, way, way beyond what you have ever done kind of gives you, gives you that resilience uh, that you can take into other events and take, taken to love yeah awesome yeah i think it's i think it's really interesting what you say about kind of getting that psych back almost by osmosis being around runners um i know i i'm always with any sport i've done i'm always very hot and cold on stuff when i used to race a lot of try i was either racing lots or not (laughs) and with running i am more so than ever um but i found it really interesting because at the start of lockdown literally before we started recording this podcast ever i was training for my first ultra and i loved running so so much then i was out every day and i I was having the best time and then 
the Highland Fling got cancelled because of COVID and yeah. I just literally overnight fell out of love with it and <laughs> I, I could never really put on my and the whole of lockdown now I've had lots of other stuff on uh, I had a really busy time with work and family life and all the rest of it and I, I think it's all just been a bit of an excuse not to go running oh I'm too busy or I'm too stressed so I've not been running but it's really interesting what you say about sort of getting it from other people I think over the last three or four months now more events are going ahead and stuff I work in the running industry and do a lot of races and brand events and stuff and over the past three or four months I've been getting out to a lot of weekend events again and it's instantly I've wanted to go running again and it's seeing people at races when you're just sat there watching it's being I was at the national running show at the NEC I was studying the NEC for three days but chatting to people about running and what they were doing and why they loved it and you kind of I think if people are ever struggling with running sometimes I think for some people if you're struggling with running going out running more works you you Mm. you can make yourself get back into it and I'm certainly not one of those people um so I think rather than kind of perhaps something for people to try is rather than just leaving running sort of to one side completely is doing it different you know go to the race that you would normally race but just go and stand on the hill and watch people yeah or marshal or marshal or or do something one it helps the local races and stuff but it certainly helped me kind of get that site back a little bit it's going to be a long old road considering i'm doing 5k with a dog at the moment it's quite hard work but (laughs) but again it's quite nice yeah fresh again you know it's it's one of those so it's yeah it's quite interesting how like we're talking about you not having the best race and how yeah how you best approach getting back on it it's well i think you you and me are quite similar Mm. in the way our our mojo comes and goes yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's yeah yeah, it's definitely yeah finding the well this is an interesting experiment isn't it like ourselves here will it will this doing this podcast yeah will we find that we do more running as a result i'm I'm sure it will because literally when, when we stopped recording the last series of the podcast yeah I pretty much stopped running completely. Yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. every Thursday night, whatever night it was, I wasn't talking to you for or one of our amazing people, you know, as yeah. guests. And then I wasn't thinking about running as much. And all I, yeah. ironically, I say work in the running industry, all I could think of running was stressful work. Yeah. You know, so I associated going for a run with, with yeah. work. So it almost yeah. became a, a never-ending story. But yeah, I seem to be getting out the other side, which is quite nice. So. Have you got any races? Oh, God, no, or, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would, it would be nice. But then again, it would be nice to, because... We're really lucky here in the Peak District to have so many local Summerfell races, yeah, yeah. and it would be nice. I don't, I'm, again, I don't want to put pressure on myself, but just to pick two or three that yeah, I've yeah. done in the past, I've done pretty much all of them. Pick two or three that I really enjoyed, yeah, yeah, and go out not necessarily to race them, but to go out and almost go steady into the first thirty meters, and then pick it up from there and see how you feel, kind of thing. You know, and actually go and enjoy it again and have a beer and a slice of cake afterwards. And... Yeah, definitely. Which are out of interest? Which are you? If you are, if I was to ask you now, which well, your favourite one? Oh, that's a good question. I think Tigger Tour, for one, definitely is. Yeah. Vote has sailed there, obviously, but that was my first ever fell race. Yeah. Um, my, I always remember going up to Tigers because I played rugby there as a kid. Yeah, yeah. My mum used to race it. My dad used to do the PA up there. So yeah. I remember sitting on the bar watching these crazy runners <laughs> going up the hill. So that was always one. Castleton fell race, I really oh, like. Oh, that's great. Brilliant. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's a cool great little show. valley. It goes up to the big, the big kind of tours, as it were, that we know around here. There's a few, there's a bit too much road section. Coming back off Hollins Cross is really rocky and horrible. Yeah. But I quite like it for that. Yeah. I, I like I Castleton. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. time of year. I think it's like late August. So it's kind of summer, but not too crazy. I think that's one of my that's a good really ones. Good one. And yeah, that section along the ridge. From oh, back brilliant. Back to back tour, yeah. And then like a little out and back. Although I do like an out and back yeah. as well. Yeah, up the top, good, yeah. Three point coming yeah. down again. I think Castleton would be. Actually, I think that'd be a nice one for me to aim at as well. Because it means I can just yeah. 
trot back through. I'm trying to think of any others that really stand. What about E Dale? The the one at the. I've never done that. I've never done E Dale. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never done E Dale. I've done. Well, yeah, Skyline. Well, Skyline opened. Yeah, yeah. Skyline, the entries opened the other day. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Me and my friend Dave Kent did Edel, and one of us was in football molds. Yeah. Was well, the Copper Mundials? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other one was. This would be a good topic of conversation. Top three football. <laughs> football <laughs> I think we'll, yeah, yeah. I think we'll Save that for another. It's time. not the Peter Crouch podcast. First <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the other one was sick, sick over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Adidas Predator. Adidas Predator yeah. <laughs> and maybe Copper Mundials. Anyway, sorry. Oh, no, well, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that, that's, that's, that's probably it. I mean, one, one was running in football mounds. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it Edale Fell Race that Steve Franklin did the morning of his wedding? Was that Edale? I think he did Bradwell. Oh, was that Bradwell? Oh, okay. Something about Bradwell. Yeah, he did it. Was it Bradwell? Mm. I can't remember. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Busy man. <laughs> The Edel, the Edel Fell race is a that's a that's a really nice one because yeah, yeah. you've it's coming down off oh god grinds low null yeah 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 no it's a really good fun I do really like Hallis's Gala to be fair yeah yeah again a bit of an up and out but again it's a really fun course I quite enjoyed that one last time I did it yeah. so and they're all good let's be honest yeah yeah, yeah they are yeah. If we uh, if we work on our audio <laughs> recording system, can we all run a, a fell race together and like record an episode as we run around? Oh, that amazing. would be good. Or we all record it individually on the same race and just see who well, has a good race. Walk us through what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> one of those um, could be like those uh, aerobic guys you see no one on YouTube. You see with like a um, the filming themselves. Uh, yeah, with another long. I'd be doing a little piece to piece the camera, camera as they go. Yeah, yeah, falling flat in your face. I mean, it's a good idea for an episode. That could be my return be... to the bell race. I record it as I get around, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it yeah. starts off quite nicely. And it's just me wheezing. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay good money to watch. I'd have to that. put a good swear swear yeah. warning at the start. Yeah. Of it. We could do it. So we record the first half of the podcast before the race. Yeah, mm. you know, as we're, as we're all there around the table in the field, and you've got all the background noise of people milling around and getting the kit checks. Go off and do the race, and then f- second half of the podcast, few pints at the pub. Second half of the podcast, and uh, we we could do it like a, a race focused episode, just a pre race and then post race dissection, like really a special good. special race episode. I think it's a brilliant idea. I think the listeners should dive in with race suggestions. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah. Not like the arc of attrition or anything, like <laughs> just something local and quite short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm to be honest, I'm shocked that we managed eleven episodes in season mm. one. That's like I'm yeah, not quite sure how that happened. So I'm looking forward to I mean, I'm sure we've got a great plan for season two. And uh, <laughs> loads of interviews and exciting features <laughs> lined up. What's the plan, boys? I think, I think in typical on the back foot fashion, there isn't really a plan as yet. I guess that's what we're here recording now is <laughs> our brainstorm, really. Think tank. Yeah. Yeah. Should, should we should we announce should we announce guests in advance and then wildly to try and persuade brains. them to do? <laughs> he loves running. <laughs> I, for I, office. Yeah, I, I think oh, for office nice bake uh, oh, that that yeah <laughs> that was excellent now I think I think we well I think one thing we can all say over the past 12 months is we've constantly texted one another in the whatsapp group about people we want to have on if we ever did get started again so 
I guess we've got to put our money where our mouth is now and actually try and get these people to come yeah. on the podcast. So we don't really want to give out names because we've not <laughs> actually contacted any of these people. But I know through Jamie's phone book now, he's got some pretty kind of high-end running royalty in his phone. Um, there's definitely a few people I know through work um, that would be really interesting. Some slightly different people as well. I think obviously with the last series, we had lots of great runners and some of the slightly different people that perhaps people haven't heard of before but I think what would be nice for this series is to have people in and around the industry of running whether it's runners race organizers you know try and get a bit of an idea for how, how idea. things work yeah yeah on all levels you know um yeah I think again what I think makes our podcast quite nice and a bit different is that we have a different sort of slant at, at running and I think obviously it's really good to have great runners and great athletes on with a good story but it's I think it's always interesting for people to hear other people's ideas so like the nutrition side of it whether it's you know, like I say race organizers or people within the brands you know the, the you know the footwear that we all wear or the packs we use or bits of clothing we wear like actually understanding the ins and outs of the industry that we're all part of um, I think it would be quite fun to do yeah obviously get loads of good runners on but I think we could have a bit of a play in I mean, we'll have to see who we can go on and who will actually accept. They might listen to last season's podcast and go, eh, no, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm hoping to get in the winter tour of Bradwell. I've seen that David James is already also on the waiting list. So, <laughs> ex-England. Yeah. England <laughs> Unfortunately, I know it's not that David James. <laughs> oh, it's a different David James who's a, a, oh. lecturer, a lecturer at the University of Sheffield, oh. I'm afraid. You know everyone in Sheffield. Ali, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm like the Queen of Sheffield. I wonder if <laughs> Much any... to my wife's dismay whenever we leave the house or always yeah. says hello to me. I wonder what famous people have turned felon as, as in people who did oh. something else. Um, yeah. Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah, he's a big runner. He he's a big runner. Yeah. yeah, the rocket on. Uh, Tigger tour. Well, he's actually, a genius. He used to do quite a lot. Um, <laughs> Mick, Mick Fowler, who's like one of the world's leading mountain climbers, oh. alpinists. He turns up at fell races. He was at Tigger Tour. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and deck. I'm sort of on that kind of level. Are they, uh, <laughs> are they keen fell runners? No, I'm just thinking people like that. Ah, oh, the Brownleys. They're keen fell yeah, runners. Yeah, they are keen fell runners, yeah. Well, I mean, we can aim for the sky. <laughs> Eric Cantona? <laughs> Eric Cantona. <laughs> I think I know what you'd say to us. <laughs> No, I think we, yeah, we've got lots, for the listeners, we've got lots of good people lined up, as you can hear, but <laughs> none of them are confirmed yet. Yeah, maybe we should, uh, yeah. I think what we'll do, we're recording this, it's Thursday evening, the 3rd of February, so it'll be interesting to see when this is actually <laughs> aired. Leave this in, Jamie, don't edit this out, we'll see when this is actually in. So if this goes out in May, you know how long it's taken for us <laughs> yeah, to get I'll any guests. Up another episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think the plan is, I think what we, we almost did wrong the first um, sort of series around, the kind of a, a glimpse behind the magician's cloth is we'd record one and that's the same, right? <laughs> it is, it is. But it's just I'm laughing at the idea that somehow we're like, we're magicians. Oh yeah, really bad yeah. ones. We're like Paul Daniels, like really bad. No, no. Was, oh, don't, don't not Paul Daniels. <laughs> Absolute legend. So isn't the phrase a? Go on. Oh, I was going to say, isn't the phrase a glimpse at the wizard's sleeve? Uh, <laughs> so it might be in your. Circle, I've not though. heard that one before, Jamie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a glimpse behind the magician's cloth it sounds just as just as dirty in some way. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the oh, sorry, if you would record an episode on a Tuesday, frantically edit it. 
by the next week and then release it the next Tuesday. And then we'd go, oh, shit, we need to book someone for the next episode. <laughs> so it was all a bit frantic for a whole summer. I think what we should try and do is in the next month to six weeks, get some stuff recorded and then stagger the releases. Oh, Again, that's, we'll see when this gets aired and we'll planning. see where we're at. Yeah. I mean, it's planning to plan. It's not actual planning. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be... What a- we should do is we should write it down on a crib sheet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Light and nimble when asking questions. Um, do you think many other podcasts... Go hard at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say? I was just going to ask you many other podcasts. Have you ever heard a podcast where they talk through their planning? No, but that's why we're different. Yeah. Yeah. We're open and rubbish. we're openly rubbish. And like very professional. <laughs> so, yeah, what have we learned from doing one season of a podcast that we could carry forward into season two? Uh, planning, <laughs> booking guests in advance. Well, I think it's amazing what you can achieve, even if you don't do all that stuff. Mm. I think I've definitely learned that without um, without Jamie's contact book, we'd have been uh, a bit stuffed. So, or without Jamie's jingles, Jamie's jingles, Jamie's yeah, jingles, yeah, yeah. His yeah. yeah, songs are good too, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, for the podcast, I was winking then. <laughs> So episode one of season two of On the Back Foot draws to a close. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you all again. Hopefully, as you can hear, we've learned some valuable lessons from our first incredible season. Uh, the production values have increased tenfold and we're going we're gonna to bring you some more incredible guests with guests that we've actually booked well in advance. It, it's going to be top notch. So you've got lots to look forward to. Uh, so whoever you are, wherever you are, Thank you for joining us and we look forward to speaking with you again very soon. Goodbye. That was the podcast. We talked about running. We talked about other things too. Thank you for joining. We hope you enjoyed it. That was on the back foot.